Welcome to the Geekiverse Show. My name is Josiah. I have Lauren with me this week, Valona, and Pete. Uh, we are talking Gotham. Uh, this is a spoiler cast, so be forewarned, if you have not caught up on every Gotham episode that's aired to this date, do not watch this. Uh, we're midway through season two. We're on break all the way up until I think February, which kind of sucks because that's a really long lull. They're doing that a lot more now, where these, where the kind of mid-season hiatus is huge. You forget what you're watching. It's brutal. Yeah, I'm gonna need to watch this in February to figure out what's going on. So this is almost like a, a maybe, data entry. Maybe, maybe that's why they do it. So you rewatch the whole first half of the season. Probably true to some and point. Pick up all the advertising. You know, you, all the ads are still in it in the when you watch it on demand or whatever, so maybe they're just trying to grab an extra buck or two on advertising. Well, that, I mean, what's what's airing now? That's a good question, right? Like, what are they putting in this spot for the next two months? But Well, the first part of it's Christmas shows. That's right. Right? January's pretty bare, but... Right. Oh, well. And I would be all for the Joker in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> or Jerome, yes. Any yes. of those. Brings me to my first topic. Um, so, uh, Jerome as the Joker, or not the Joker, or the person who inspires the Joker. Uh, I, I was super heartbroken when the plot twist came. It was either episode three or four, and, and Jerome gets killed by Galavan. What the heck? I mean, I've never felt such anger like towards a show. I, I guess I've never been emotionally wrapped up into a show like this either, but my goodness, I did not see that coming. I, anyone else here? Like, What Completely were your thoughts? Completely didn't see it coming. You don't think that they would kill off a main villain like that. Although they're kind of playing it to the effect that he wasn't the Joker. Instead, he kind of like inspired the idea of the Joker, but still. And when he was laying dead there on the table with the lit marks yes. all over, like that was the creepiest shot ever. <laughs> I, a part of me was... Well, I was waiting for him to pop up. I was on edge. I'm waiting for him to blink something, and uh, unfortunately that didn't happen. Uh, I, I agree. Those, it's just... Yeah. And that's the thing, they, they promoted it, they didn't promote it that Jerome was going to be around all season. If you look at all the, the promotions, the, the posters, commercials, early on they do talk about him, but really Theo is, is heavily shown, um, his sister, I can never remember her name. Tabitha. Tabitha, that's what it is. She's uh, in, the, in the poster as well, Even and then Barbara, Barbara. Yeah. which obviously she's sticking around, but sticking with Jerome <sighs> for now. I don't think you could have done a better job of, of imitating or, or producing a Joker. He was perfect. He Cameron Monaghan played him, which mm -hmm. he's on another show. He's in that show on, oh, what is it? It'll hit me at some point yeah. throughout this. Uh, but anyway. I didn't even know he was in another show, but I think he was made to be the Joker, 100%. His that's, laugh, the laugh. That's what's disappointing to me. The first scene when he was... Uh, he was in Arkham Asylum in the very first episode that they that they uh, introduced him. Just like, whoa, mind blowing, mind blowing. Yes, mind not, blowing. Not even just him, but all his all his Arkham buddies. You know, they all had a lot of potential, and I was sad when they all were getting killed off really, <laughs> really soon by Tabitha and Galavan. Yeah, I they agree. A lot of. I thought that, that was the making happen. of a Suicide Squad. There, mm -hmm. I thought exactly. that's where they were going with it, exactly. and they didn't, unfortunately. Yeah, but I think. Uh, that, that laugh is fantastic. His facial animation is ridiculous. I mean, my goodness. I, can't, I could talk about him for this entire episode. Well, and then, the, then when Theo says to him, I love the laugh. Keep it. Yes. You know, it, it was, they were completely setting us up. That's what they were. The producers of that show were completely setting us up. 
to 100% believe he was the Joker. He was going to be around forever. He was going to be great at it. Caught me by surprise. Well, it's the same breath, though, you know, with... I know this is, like, a different universe, I suppose, but the Joker's origin is never known. Right. So, like, that was something, too, that I... Before they introduced Jerome, I thought that all of a sudden the Joker was just going to come about. Mm -hmm. And then they introduced him, and it was like, oh, you kind of know his backstory, and that was kind of annoying. But then I think that he just made the character so amazing that you kind of didn't care that you knew his backstory and where he was from. So, which then led you to think with the whole, like, Arkham gang was Barbara turning into Harley Quinn. That's what I thought, especially when they're in the jail, or in Arkham talking together, you thought, hmm, is there a love connection building here? Yeah. That's definitely a thought. I totally thought that. And I mean, not necessarily just because she resembles her, but I, I think that that was a theory in my mind, for sure. And last last year, or last season, I had written about um, my thought that Lee might be mm-hmm. Harley Quinn, um, which you can find on the website, but if you just search Gotham at www.thegeekiverse.com, um, I wrote kind of an in-depth uh, discussion on that. Just there's some similarities. I, it may not be right at this point, but still, in, it, there's that doubt in my mind. But, but you, I mean, you still don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. with Barbara. You that's know, like the thing. that. That was cliffhanger number one at the end of the season. There isn't really a whole lot of cliffhangers. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, uh, Theo is done. At the end Thank of the season, goodness. I know, you know I was so, so sick of Theo. It was he like, was okay, leave. Annoying. Oh my gosh! He's like, got I that thought... weird voice that makes you want to punch him. He in the has face. his ears. His ears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't okay. he look like he? He looks like a manufactured like Disney villain. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I the actor played almost the same character in a very short-lived. Um, I think it was an NBC show called The Cape. Oh, which was a, I didn't realize he was on that. Okay. Yeah, he played he played the big bad in that as well. Oh. But he had sort of this leather, red leather mask or something, and he was trying to take over the city and privatize the police and privatize the the uh, prison system so that he had other bad guys under his control. And that, that show didn't make it very long, which is too bad because I, I kind of enjoyed it. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, I think it only made it a season if it made it even the full run of the season. But he played exactly the same character. So it's deja vu. Yeah. I loved amazing. his character, though. Like, when Theo was first introduced, I thought it was, like, a really cool spin on the entire thing. You know, I, I, He's the puppet master. Yeah, right? and I thought it was, like, really awesome. But, like, as it just kept going on and progressing, I was like, can we just kill him already? He was, yeah, he was <laughs> he, not, like, I was ready no. for him to be done. He was not one of those villains that you cheered for. Like, the evolution of Enigma going I still love crazy. him. I, oh, like, 100%. Like, like, him him and Penguin, I would be yes. like, you, you go, you do you. You're you cheering know? him on. <laughs> Galvan, you cheered him on at first, and then you're like, you need to go. We well, like and you. it's funny, You don't cross Bruce. You know, yeah. that was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with Tabitha, too. Like, Tabitha's character, it was like, she was just such a witch throughout the entire... She's still around. The entire yeah. thing that, like, you were just like, I don't care if, like, somebody kills her because she was just so mean. But then the very last episode when she was showing feeling. compassion to Silver, yeah. I was like, well, hold on a second. You know, so like well, compassion right up yeah. until she throws her out the window. Yeah, well, but she did that. She saved her. It's so hard. You know how to use one of these parachutes, right? <laughs> I didn't think she did, and sure enough, they showed him overhead. And I'm like, oh, okay, right. that was quick. Can right. I take this back to the Joker for <laughs> yes, one second? Please. Towards the end of his segment, where he they show him dying, and they have this resurgence of all these 
boys turning into the Joker, yeah. I was hoping that would make it into the season some more, and then it kind of just dwindled, yeah. because there's just so many criminals, you'd think you'd see them every once in a while, but yeah. so that's, I wanted to see that. Yeah, that life. insanity, like, I, didn't... I think that's by design, too. Like, I really think that was planned. Like, spoiler if you haven't played the Batman Arkham games, but in uh, Arkham City, they do kill the Joker. That's the second of the three games. And I felt like that was kind of Rocksteady Studios making that game and and going, crap, we killed the like the greatest villain, the reason that people play these games, and then had to find a way to bring him back in Batman's head in uh, Arkham Knight. With this, I feel like this was on purpose. I don't feel like they, uh, they wrote that in and just said, oh, crap, we have to figure out a 180 and, and live on with the Joker. I think like they really manufactured that story. Um, oh, I'm certain of that. It was way too cleverly done. It was way too much of a surprise. Like, they literally caught every single person watching that show. Um, I, I mean, I seriously, I was like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Like, I, I just... Me too. I never did even did that. And then for the rest of the night, I'm like, oh, he's. it was faked, it was this, it was that, because I was 100% sure he was the Joker. Never been in denial before, but that was probably <laughs> the closest time like, in my life. I wanted his cronies to just pop out and, like... Yeah, seen some more, but maybe you never know. Second half. I was shocked, absolutely shocked. I think. Uh, well, the I did a lot of research after that episode. I couldn't go to bed. <laughs> uh, I, I looked at every possible angle. I'm like, come on, he's not dead, right? And I looked at a lot of uh, interviews that the producers had done before the show that alluded to his death in, indirectly. And they said that it's not necessarily that he's the Joker, but that he inspires whoever becomes the Joker to be the Joker. Mm, yeah. And that's probably the resurgence we saw. Yes. Arriving. And Jerome's dad telling him he's going to be a curse on the town mm-hmm. and city. And it's almost like his spirit goes over everyone. and They want to be that. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, that's what's a big attraction to the show. Well, first that. of all, it's I mean one of the things you got to keep in mind it's comic book TV and people die all the time in the comic books because there's no rules so absolutely they could come up with an excuse to bring him back to life the very last scene I think of the the final episode they drag Theo down into that mm-hmm. basement laboratory with, where there's where firefly was where right? there's tanks full mm-hmm. of you know yes. uh, of all sorts of people you know, so it's entirely possible that Jerome's in one of those tanks. Even in the Arkham mm-hmm. games, you know, yeah. I'm not a gamer, so I don't play any of that stuff. But you know, there's no rules. People die all the time. Steve Rogers has died multiple times in the in the Captain America uh, arcs over the years, and and they always manage some way to uh, re um, reanimate him, mm-hmm. if you will. And you know, they certainly because there's no rules in comic book land, which is what makes it awesome and frustrating. Totally. There's there's never any cons you know there's never any real consequences to what happens there you know uh, at the in so so far as that at the end of uh, Age of Ultron everybody had to say Quicksilver's dead the producers came out and said he's dead he's not coming back he's dead because there isn't any rules on that kind of stuff <laughs> exactly so. it's it can be very frustrating and I think that that uh, that final scene was was pretty awesome too by the way. Uh, I love the umbrella. The umbrella. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> this felt like 
a season finale as opposed to a mid-season finale, which yes. is really exciting for what this is going to bring into part two. Well, it's funny because you had, I don't know, maybe you said, um, that there really are no cliffhangers in this. If anything, you're just looking forward to what's to come. Not just, well, yeah, Barbara's, I mean, Barbara's like the, the only Barbara's cliffhanger. Barbara's the cliffhanger, But know? then, like, in the very, like, last scene, you see, um, what's it, Mr. Freeze. Freeze. Right. So, like, and Hugo lo- Strange, who's made up yes. from the <laughs> Arkham games, which yeah. is pretty cool that they made up that character and so, now he's going into a different Batman lore. It's not so much like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen with this. It's Set more it like, oh, I can't wait to see yeah. how I'm they... I'm dying for that. the next episode, and I have no. no idea where they're going with it. Yeah. No preview, no inkling, no nothing. It's, and I, you know, I mean, what, what do you do with Barbara? She's... They're just going to hold her there She's, until they need her. But my, I mean, my point is that at the end of this thing, we are all of the belief that she is Barbara Gordon, right? No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, but I've always assumed that, I mean, he marries Barbara Gordon. Well, not in this universe, I Mom. can't. I don't know where they come back from this, but she is psycho. Obviously, from the start, you figure, oh, okay. But then you're like... I loved her at first, too. Yeah. And I'm like, she is Jim's woman. I, you know, you she, know what? Then, I thought she was terrible at the beginning. She was terrible she was at the, the beginning. Realest, she was the weakest character 100%. on the planet. Like, yeah. I had no Nothing. problem with her in the first, yeah. like, maybe awful. three episodes. No, she was an awful character. But that yeah. was, like, her, like, evolving. You know, I she started off at this little... Her being crazy whatever. what she's good at. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> I think her, before she started having doubts, having the rift with Jim, going back to her relationship with that cop, where... I, I just, I liked her being kind of like his support group. I was like, that's the Barbara Gordon I want. Maybe in my mind, maybe it's not rational. Right. But when she, she started really pissing me off when she was causing Jim issues. It's like, come on, he's got enough issues as it is. Leave Jim alone. Yes. <laughs> Leave Freddie alone. It's like, he doesn't need that at home too. So seeing her go crazy was one thought. You know, maybe she was teased a little bit. It's Harley Quinn going into it. I will say this. I, I'm sure maybe you guys have seen this. I think that they may be setting her up or leaving her to be the Joker at some point. Wow, what a theory! Yeah, I, I, I don't. That see, may be way out there, but I'm I don't see that one at all. I don't at see that one. At this point, anything is a go. So yeah. nothing's be. off the table, right? Right. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. So, I just don't see that one at all. The going back to the research I did after Jerome died uh, in that episode, they had also mentioned some of the producers and directors in that interview that they would absolutely be open to a female Joker. Interesting. Maybe. Open to it doesn't mean that they're leaning that way at all. Right. But they had a female Firefly, which exactly. I thought was great. I mm-hmm. loved it. And some characters don't necessarily cross over. You know, some right. need to be either female or male, whatever they are. But she was great. I thought it was a good character that they could yeah, have some leeway with. At the end of the day, and take this for what it's worth, and, and you guys have known me for a long time, that I am certainly not a... Uh, guy that believes that that women can't do anything, no. including being a supervillain. Of course, but there are. I think fans would rebel if you made um, if you made the Joker a woman. Be- I, no, because I, yeah. because through every ounce of of the the Batman story, going back to nineteen forty something or whatever fifties when he came out, the Joker was a guy, and you see all the time. I mean, look, look at the look at the the, when when something as simple as Johnny Storm was black and Sue Storm was white, mm-hmm. you know, like exactly. the whole universe exploded, right? So making the Joker a female, not buying it as as a I decision the producers are going to make. I think it would be very difficult to 
She better be good if that's the case. I think it would be very difficult to like. She'd be good. The girl that's playing her, she'd be good. But I think so too. How do you like say, okay, this is the Joker, not Harley Quinn? You know well, what I mean? Be, so. Having, a, I, I think that it would be very difficult. Again, they're playing to, by whatever rules they want. Yeah. Harley Quinn doesn't have to be a girl then in that case. You know, well, it's just it gets. Are we gonna change I, I've gone through that's the, the thing. whole thing in my yeah. mind and, and completely <laughs> from day number one, I assumed that this Barbara was Barbara Gordon. And until you guys just said a minute ago, maybe not in this universe. Maybe it's not, that's not the Barbara he marries. I think that if Jim marries Barbara, they have to go to some serious counseling <laughs> because that is not a healthy relationship. How does she, how, I mean, how does she come back from all and just go to a normal life and marry or, him? Or yeah, the positive? opposite right. side, do you think? But what, she, what, I'm sorry, go ahead. What, what Jim's going through now, he killed Galavan, do you think he might go a little crazy and end up, and they could both be crazy together? That's interesting. My, my thought on that is, I like Jim's dark side. I think they're setting it up that he is kind of like the pillar of morality. Clearly not this season, because he's starting to cross the line. He's and crossing I, the line to save people. Yeah, and it's a good it's line. Not, here's the thing, here's the thing. This is Let the me finish second this time he's crossed the line. Let me finish this thought. Okay. So I think... That's showing that he's he's in for all intents and purposes the first Batman here. He he is the good guy around town. Can't be swayed until recent events. I think they're setting that up to show that Bruce won't be swayed when down the road if we get to that point. Maybe, but they didn't like he's been swayable from the beginning. True, this, but he's right? showed he's, pretty good he, results. He's he's friends with the penguin. He kills the guy early on. Was that was that Penguin that sent him out to do that? He you gotta said get the money Penguin back from the guy. In the second he, season, but yeah. he didn't start right. off to kill the guy. He started off to get the money from the guy, and the guy basically gave him no choice but to shoot him dead. Well, I, I guess my point is that so is choice. this isn't a brand new choice. This isn't a brand new like mm -hmm. at the end of the right. season one and a half finale mm -hmm. that he makes a decision to step to the dark side. He's been dark from the very mm -hmm. beginning. He's been making bad decisions like that from the very beginning. He's not the character that's the moral pillar and hasn't been since Gotham started as a show. Okay, I like that approach, and you're right to a point, but there's maybe some gray area there. And I think that's I why think Jim he, Gordon is Jim Gordon. He, I think maybe. he's very gray. Yeah. You know, like, I think he wants to be good, but, I mean, is, isn't, that, isn't that the... Isn't that just how we can describe ourselves as humans? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Gosh, where are you going? I'm not, uh, I'm not going to be paper with this. You know, no, you know what I mean? Like, you always want to be the best person that you can be, and you always want to see good prevail. However, there are choices in people's lives when sometimes you maybe do sway to the darkness a little bit. Just an example, like um, Jim, when he was fighting that cannibal killer guy who was coming to kill him, he mm -hmm. put his gun in his mouth. He was going to kill him, but then he decided, no, I'm going to take the high road. Right. And what happened because he took the An high road? Cop. An innocent yeah. cop died because of that, right. which caused right. him, I believe, to think if point. I would have shot him, for sure. I could have saved... I could have killed a dirty guy to save an innocent woman. And that was the beginning of the episode. Yes. The and, and i got to be honest with you, you know, I've been a Batman fan for a long time. I've never really given a thought to Commissioner Gordon, Jim Gordon, whoever, as being this sort of pillar of morality or anything me like either. that. It was this show that set it up for me in my mind that he was this guy that was beyond reproach. And uh, that is not true. You know, right from the very beginning, he's not been true. What did you think about the, um, the symbolism at the end with um, Bruce in the robes? 
essentially being crucified. Um, you know, like interesting. Did it go too far? I don't. I don't I think don't so. Think so. Uh, I mean, for what it's worth, you know, take it for what it's worth. I'm a Christian, so I, I don't. I don't think it was I mean, offensive for getting nitpicky. I, I just think uh, it, it was. The he's symbolism the was. He's the son of Gotham, right? That's mm-hmm. the thing, he's he, right? So he's he's the White Knight, yeah, uh, or the Dark Knight, really. But I mean, it's kind of interesting to think about it's symbolic of uh, showing that maybe he's not the corruptible one. Yeah, you know, yeah. to make those. Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. I uh, I did I did notice that. I, it was hard not to notice, but. Uh, it, no, it wasn't subtle. Uh, no, no, it, it was in your face. It wasn't subtle. Absolutely, was, you know. I want to know what his escape plan. was. I don't think he had an escape plan. Batman always has an escape plan. (laughs) He's like, I I had that. I didn't need your help was all that was. was I'm going to be Batman. I really, Bruce has kind of been weak season one and most of season two, but these past, these last few episodes where he tricked Silver. I knew. He was showing. That was badass. Come on, that was awesome. He wasn't going to be taken advantage of. That was perfect. It shows that he's growing up. Yeah, it shows that he's growing up. He's not so much a little boy. For me, he's the weakest part of the show. I am not buying for one second ever that that kid is turning into Batman. Not even these last four or five episodes? The last. I do. The one where he tricks over, I think. But I still loved how he kissed her. And even in the... To save her. That's such a a Batman thing, right? Those two scenes were good. I'm just not buying that that the character that 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 kid is playing, and I'm sorry I don't know his name. David Mazuz. Yeah, I'm I'm just not buying that that kid is capable of turning into Batman. Who was on The Office once, by the way. Like, the, the, the Selena... The, the, uh, she was born to be Catwoman. Yeah. Right? She's unbelievable. Like Jerome. Right. She is absolutely unbelievable as an actress. And I every time she's on, on screen, I buy it. She's a good friend because Bruce was mean to her the whole time. And then she went on Team Bruce and tricked Silver. Mm-hmm. So she's always loyal, which is awesome. She's yeah. not the person you would think who would do that, too. Exactly. You would just say, well, forget you. But the Catwoman and, and Batman have a interesting relationship through the entirety of, of the Batverse. You know, mm-hmm. like it's uh, from the very beginning. They've had this kind of um, relationship that's, you know. Can we talk about Alfred for a second? Uh, yeah. And how he was yeah. in the garbage dump. <laughs> and how I episode. love Alfred. Like when he's it perfect. first started, I was like, I hate him. He's horrible. He's the worst Alfred ever. And like Me now too. I'm like, he's the best guy on Gotham. You can go back and read my review of episode one. I did not like Alfred. I was like, this guy sucks. He's cold. <laughs> I would not feel comfortable if I was Bruce with him. And sure enough, I freaking love him now. Well, it's, it's, it's totally different. It's interesting if you if you are a fan of the whole Batman movie thing uh the the adam west batman is there's an evolution in alfred too even though we're kind of going backwards in time um Mm -hmm. you know michael Caine was a way different alfred than the guy who was in the first handful of movies you know like he was a little bit rougher around the edges he was because that's michael Caine, you know yeah that cockney accent and, and so a different alfred all the way around i like the guy i didn't particularly love the episode where he slapped um, where he slapped Selena, I mm. thought that that was uh, on the part of the producers that might have been taking it just a tiny bit too far. Um, there was uproar on the internet about you know oh Alfred slapping kids, uh, you know so it was uh, and I and I almost kind of agree with that. And then in the 
in the back of my mind, I'm like, who's letting their kid watch this anyway? Because the gore is... Uh, un- first yeah. two episodes where <laughs> Jerome takes over the entire bus of cheerleaders and wants to light it on fire. I'm, I'm just... Yeah. I'm not... Eight o'clock time just the little <laughs> intense. It shouldn't be on at eight o'clock. This should be a ten o'clock show. There's no doubt about it in my mind. It's in- <laughs> There's no doubt it's, it's intense. intense. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't have... I mean, I'm not saying you should go around slap, slapping kids. My look at it was... My perspective was this. His one mission in life is take care of Bruce. Yeah. She is seemingly, perceptively to him, causing him harm. And on a destructive level, maybe pushing him to do things that he shouldn't be doing. I'm okay with it. If it's not a recurring thing. I, I You know, I understand the uproar. Uh, but I, I didn't really think twice about it. Well, the weird part about it to me is I thought it was a bit gratuitous. Because he didn't even really like the guy. Like, he slapped her because she killed his old buddy, who he didn't really like all that much anyway. You know, who he stabbed him, right, nonetheless. He, he yeah. knew who that guy was. <laughs> he knew that guy was a scumbag. Yeah. So, like... It so maybe was, the reasoning isn't good enough. It was out of place to okay. me. Okay. I think so. he just I had a lot that. of anger where he was just looking for an outlet, and he was like... Which doesn't make it yeah. okay necessarily. It doesn't make it okay, obviously. Right. But... You know, if you kind of look at it from that, that's why it was kind of out of place. It's yeah. because he just was, I think he's just angry at a lot of things. He's like Bruce investigating his father's things. You know, he's trying to support him, but he doesn't want to support him because he wants him to stay, you know, as young and innocent and like clean as he can. And I think that that's just like a lot of fresh frustration building up in Alfred yeah. and it mm-hmm. like it's, it's not like it was appropriate but if you look at it from that standpoint it was just a man being angry and she did something to somebody he yeah, knew yeah, yeah. so yeah another Alfred moment when he destroyed the computers are you on that side um I I don't know it was a little bit indifferent on that I guess I think uh Bruce lets his emotions get a hold of him sometimes and naturally I mean my goodness, he's gone I'm, through a very, very traumatic time I'm in his life. I'm only on the side of it because of Lucius, because <laughs> I felt like it was a very good intro introduction. Well, they're setting Thomas Wayne up to be not a good guy, mm-hmm. you know, through this whole True. thing, that he's not a good guy. Which and, and you makes wonder, me uncomfortable a little bit. A little bit. And you're wondering whether, or I was anyway, wondering whether Alfred knows what's on those computers. And he's trying to keep Bruce on the side of his dad's a good guy. If that's the case, I'm all in on that. Right. I don't know Keeping the perception he, up is all that matters, yeah. right? I don't know if Alfred necessarily knows what is on the he, computer. He Maybe he has some... But the thing is, if he knew, wouldn't he know how to get... Like, he wouldn't need to blow up the door. He could have put in the oh, code, you know? How would <laughs> not try Bruce? I don't know. How would you not try that ever? I mean... <laughs> that's interesting. Like, if anything, I think Alfred... I don't know if Alfred knows. I think working for the Waynes, he probably I think through he the knew. grapevine Observed. knows, but I don't think he was ever really no. told. Um, judging on Pete's reaction, I, I think we're on the same page. I think Alfred knows just just about everything Mr. and Mrs. Wayne did and I went through. And you can play dumb and say, oh, I didn't know there's a trap door here. Right. Or, you know, a door to a secret library. Right. And how did you not try Bruce? Yeah. Well, he knew what was in there. Oh, so, so he Alf- didn't, right. He doesn't want to get in there. But maybe. He doesn't want Bruce. Yeah. Right. He, well, I mean, it's that's silly. But yeah. he, you know, I don't think Alfred wanted Bruce to that, get in there. That's smart. You know, that's so, a good point. But he played along, and when it came when it came to the point where Bruce was like, "I'm gonna blow up the door," Alfred kicking into his role as I have to protect you said, "I'll help you build the bomb so you don't blow yourself up," that's, kind of thing. So you know, mm-hmm. I. Uh, 
Yeah. I, I love his combat skills, too. Uh, I think that's kind of a nice part. Obviously, the military history there. Uh, and that he was great last episode in the fight with Tabitha. I remember this time. Oh, yeah. um, I thought that was pretty solid, rummaging around. and She had a great uh, shot. Yeah. That knife taking him in the back and he falling right into the garbage thing. I thought that that was going to be a cliffhanger. I thought that at the end of the you thing, we are going to wonder. But I Me really, too. what I was surprised at is I kind of thought that the death of Theo was the death of the rise of the villain story arc. Mm -hmm. But then when they said, you know, we'll be back in whatever day, it's still called Batman Rise of the, or Gotham Rise of the Villains. Yeah. So there must be more of that. I, um... They made some good changes in the storyline over the over the course of the, like last year was a lot of the bad guy of the week, totally right, which and is natural for a first season. And they serialized it mm -hmm. now so that we have a story arc that went from beginning to end. And um, there's I mean there's there's good things and bad things to say about that. Agents of Shield did exactly the same thing. Last first season was the bad guy of the week. Mm -hmm. And then this season they did the you know an actual story arc that went beginning to end. Not it's not even over yet. Where I feel like the big storyline is kind of over in Gotham. The, you know the Theo taking over the city thing is over. That um, we can still have villains rising. For a while there, I was just like, oh my god, there's so many villains all over the place. This is how, how is this sustainable? Yeah. You know, even totally. from a payroll point of view, <laughs> how how is this sustainable? And uh, it yeah, just so. shows how corrupted Gotham is. Right. You, you know, it's yeah. not like you have one person terrorizing the city. This city is so horrible that everywhere you look, there's it somebody. It needs Batman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Jim Gordon's right. not good enough. Right. So it's, does everybody like better, season one or season two so Season far? two. Season two. two. I, 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 I loved season one. Like, yeah. every episode I thought was better and better and better, and I feel that it just keeps getting no better. No monsters this season. Yes, that, that's a huge thing. And um, I think, so there was originally supposed to be 16 episodes in season one, and they got extended all the way up to 22, I believe. Right. And Valona and I were talking about this a little bit earlier um, before filming, and I think there was a lull probably right after that 16th episode. Jerome is introduced in the 16th episode, which is meant to be the cliffhanger. Right. We don't see him the rest of season one. Right. Of, makes sense on paper. Uh, what was bad about it, I hated the Fish Mooney storyline, where oh. she was in captivity with Dolmacher. Yeah. They just I, needed to fill the time. That really killed a little momentum for me. It, no, it kind of got back towards a good arc in maybe the one one to two final episodes. Um, I didn't love the ogre either. I thought that that was kind of... I mean, yeah, they were stretched out. He's a villain that's going two, two to three episodes, and it, 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 you're the choosing longest, the ogre. Think, yeah. You know what I mean? Like It's like, you want, you want a villain like Joker to go... Uh, numerous episodes, not not the ogre, right. but I did not like those those well, storylines. There was, I mean, there were some some hokey villains in the first uh, totally. first season. You know, it just I, I it didn't find its way. You know, no. it didn't really find its way. They knew they were like close to the mark. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and, and and I think they found it now. And yeah. and having a full season arc has been phenomenal. And, and I think that will continue. And the mark that they knew they were close to is being canceled too. That's very true. You know, desperation. The of, there was absolutely a really good chance there was no season two. Getting extended was huge. Yep. Getting season two was huge. I think this show is here to stay at, at this time. Maybe shows are always on the chopping block, but 
I think it's it's built a little momentum in that point. I'm kind of uh, excited to see what comes next because if you do look at season, I mean, I know we're still like halfway through season two, but if you look at season one, like yeah, you were saying like the city was is run by the mobsters. You know, you have Fish Mooney, you have um, Falcone, and you have Maloney. So like with regards to that, it's like okay, they have control, and it's just interesting to see how they control Gotham and then how like the villains are just kind of. Playing and they're, yeah, and they're mm-hmm. letting them. Then with season two, it's like, okay, you're looking at Theo and you're seeing how he's controlling the city now mm-hmm. or trying to control the city. So now that he's dead or we think he's dead or whatever, you know, because you know Jim shot him, but do you know where Jim shot him? No, we you, that's a good point. You know, we think it's in the head. He we was, think it's in the he head. He was in a body bag. So, Correct. I mean, in a, in a laboratory. From funeral yeah. perspectives, you have read stories where somebody wakes up in a morgue. So that's real life. I just think that's real. With with a with a uh, umbrella hanging off the So mouth. maybe he doesn't have vocal cords anymore. We can have a villain that doesn't talk. Yeah, it's more common than you think, man. <laughs> Firefly and Galavan and Jerome are all being taken into this building, and we haven't really explored what goes on in this building. No, we you, assume. You, you Strange is who we touched on earlier. He's um, kind of a mad scientist of the the Batman world, and he was in the Arkham games. And I think uh, I think there's some uh, some reanimation projects going on there if they so choose to run out of ideas and come back to that. Well, like let's uh, look. Okay, so the Joker, we're assuming that he is dead. Yep. Um, Firefly, we know she is not dead. Because right. if you remember, she's in Anakin Skywalker shape. If you her. remember when her wheel, them wheeling her into this underground she place, yeah. she has her eyes moving. They put her in, and I'm almost positive for like a couple of seconds they show the room from her viewpoint. Like mm-hmm. I think you can see mm-hmm. the bandages, mm-hmm. and like so you know she at least at this point is not dead. Theo, once again, we're assuming that he's dead. We know he was. Beaten pretty good. We know he was shot. Do we know where he was shot? And you, I mean, he had an umbrella hanging <laughs> out of his mouth. Do we know how deep that umbrella was? It could have been a little. Umbrella. Again, this goes back to there's no rules. There's right, there's, there's no, no rules. rules. I mean, we're uh, it's it's all up in the air. But I, we talk about this a lot clearly, and you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at the at the underscore geekiverse. Um, what do you guys think happens with Lee? I think that they just... Is she? Is she pregnant? Well, she's pregnant in real life, so I think that they were looking for an excuse to let her maybe have her pregnancy. Her and... Who's Jim? Oh, McKenzie. Ben McKenzie. They are a couple in real life, and they are pregnant. It was a horrible thing. No, I missed that. Yeah, so like she... Pete and I usually stick to the actual show, but I just so happen to come across that. So I don't think she's pregnant. Oh, I don't think she's pregnant either. I think she was just telling Jim anything and everything to get him to come with, with her. But I think that they did that in the show. So if they want to excuse Lee for a bit, they can for her real-life pregnancy. So Jim so Jim proposes to her. Oh, yeah, that was a cliffhanger. There's, there's a little bit of a cliffhanger there. And it's so funny because a proposal is one of those things that is like so... Like, it, it, I completely forgot about it because there's just so many other things that, that are happening. That scene itself was just so misplaced to me. It seemed like a dream sequence. I don't know, where they were just sitting in a random oh, area, a and it was just off-color to me. Yeah. It didn't seem It seemed peaceful. <laughs> I initially pictured it as, it before Jim got there, that it was almost like a train station, and Lee was like, I've had enough of this, I'm out of here. And Jim, you can come with me, or you can stay, but I'm done with Gotham. Uh, I, I don't know if she's pregnant or not. As soon as she said it, I was like, 
I, I turned to Lauren, I'm like, no, no. Like, in real life, she is. Her actress is, but I'm like, no. I, I think mm. she's just pulling the card here. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, that could it be a way to get her to It go. never occurred to me that she wasn't, but I, um... My first reaction was that she wasn't. Yeah, because no, it, was it, it didn't moment. occur to me that she wasn't. And makes it makes it all the worse if Barbara comes back and reclaims the the throne, wow. so to speak, right? Right, Correct. right. So, but I'm still not seeing any way in the world that that can happen. True. Speaking of people not coming back, it's weird to me that nobody really knows that Chris Kringle is gone. <laughs> like Lee kind of brought it up a little or her, bit. Or uh, her ex abuser cop. Yeah. No they ran like, off together, oh, guys. Didn't you listen to the conversation? Right. <laughs> but no one else is questioning it. There's no investigation. Do they have family? Nothing. Like, you think, like, you exactly. know, does she, does she have parents? Apparently or everyone comes <laughs> into Gotham from some other place, unattached <laughs> from family, and decides yeah, to stay. That's a plot hole right there. Right? You're right. Yeah. I don't think enough people were, were uh, asking concerned. About, concerned about either one of them. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. we see that evolution someone's going to catch this at some point and Ed is not going to be able to work for the police anymore. The, the guy that's playing Nick was fantastic. He's, oh he my is God. unreal. He's and and now, that the, uh, now that we're getting those little riddles coming in, it's just... Your home, I was like... He, he meets Lucius. his match in Lucius Fox, right? Uh -huh. And his reaction is absolutely priceless. No, yes. Who is this? <laughs> unreal. I, uh... That's that's the one thing that I'd like to see more of, and maybe maybe I'm rushing things, but a I, I love the guy that's playing Lucius Fox, and uh, b I just I love the character, and I wanna you know like I'm ready to want to see more gadgets, and I don't know who would use them because Bruce isn't Batman yet, but maybe like, Jim. I want to see more of that, you know what I mean? I Me want to see more of the actor. I want to see more of the character. I want to see how they ended up with a with a relationship that you know. I don't know. It's, uh, I agree. He he comes in at the end of each season. He does, right? Like he does. He, he was he was in the last episode or two of mm -hmm. season one. Yeah. And now he's in the last two or three episodes of, of season one and a half. Yes. Um. You know, I, I want to see more of him. I agree. I I love his actor. I think they had another like spot on casting, and I think we'd be a little upset if we didn't talk anything about Penguin. Um. He has been my favorite character on the show. My Jerome notwithstanding, um, <laughs> since day one, I think, uh, and I knew that going into it, um, Oswald Cobblepot, as he evolves here, I love his mannerisms, I love the way he talks, uh, his walk obviously, his is, sass. the <laughs> yes. sass is, is a great way, and I love just about more than anything right now that him and Riddler are kind of like staying together. They're like, and they're like an old married couple. Like he's calling about the spicy mustard. That, and they don't say it's Penguin, but you know it's Penguin on the other line. <laughs> oh, right. and, and Lee's like, you know, who is that? And that's so funny. Oh my gosh, that relationship as that evolves over pro hopefully the second half of, of season two. Oh my goodness, and sign me there up. There isn't much of a sense of humor to the show either. So it's nice to see those little moments because... You have, um, we talked about it before, you have the sort of the juxtaposition of the, the visual, mm -hmm. which is spectacular and weird, you know, like the weird costumes from the, uh, from the asylum and stuff like that. And then you have the extreme violence, and now they're adding little bits of humor. I like the relationship that's developed between um, uh, Harvey and... Uh, uh, Bruce, or uh, I'm sorry, Jim, 
you know, oh, yeah. they, oh, they have a little bit of uh, little I bit love of a zinger here back. and there, you know. I was very nervous because ever since they did kill the Joker, or who we think is the Joker, um, you just don't know what's going to happen. So when they were down um, in the sewers, and when they had that one monk, and like her, I was, for some reason, I thought Harvey's going to get it here. He feels expendable. Right. Sadly, and, and I that's so love him as a supporting to character. Me because I love him so much. Like, yeah, he's he's not a lead character, and he's not somebody that I need in every single episode. But I love when they throw him in there, just because he is like the sass master, you yeah. know. And like, I love. I love him sticking up, sticking his neck out for Jim, even though he doesn't really believe a lot of what Jim believes, and right. he's just kind of like, I want to just get through the day and get home, and I, like running up the steps and. The <laughs> I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> like, I'll be there in a minute. Like, I'm, I'm kind of glad that uh, that Fish Mooney is gone. Me too. Because it allows him to grow as a character towards good mm-hmm. instead of still being the super bad guy, kind of, you know, the dirty cop underneath her thumb. I think uh, I, I think her being out of the picture is, is allowing him to be a better character. And I wasn't sold that she was dead, by the way, at the end of season one. I know Jada Pinkett Smith said she didn't want to sign up for a season two. She said, I had a one-year contract. I'm going to end it there. But I left it a little open. You know, she pushed it off always, the edge of the... They, they have to, right? You know? They can keep her off, though. I, I thought she was awesome, but I thought, like, once again, like, Theo Gallivan, I thought, like, her character was great when she was there, but then I, I was ready for her to be done. Theo was, like, the next step, I think. Yeah. Her story arc wasn't good. No. I mean, that's, that was my problem. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine she's, until... She's a great actress, and she played a great character. But the story arc that they gave her, I didn't think was all that particularly good. So. I thought it was good until they extended season one after yeah. that episode 16 with the yeah. whole losing her eye thing. And I was just like, this is kind of, I don't know. It really like it lost me for place. a bit. It didn't have any place. Yes. Walker was awful. Just, yeah, I, I agree. I, I liked that she was trying to take over as a mob boss and then got caught. I loved that. Um... Butch was interesting, kind of I side love character. Butch. She was like her, her little pet. I, I don't really care about Butch so much <laughs> in that sense, but I mean, there's a lot of characters that I don't want to see. Got I love uh, Butch because I felt like through it, like he is the definition of loyalty. Like he would do anything for Fish until you know um, Zaz like messed with his mind and he couldn't. Yeah. I know, and that's another character who I like. Oh he just randomly pops up. It's awesome. I know. Yeah. I love it. But, like, Butch, he was, like, I like that. In a yeah. city where everybody's corruptible and everybody's looking out for themselves, like, he always came back to fish. No matter what. Yeah. You know? Despite even, the corruption, at least you know where you're staying, I guess, for yeah. what it's worth. I mean, he killed his childhood best friend for fish. Yeah. You know? He tried to get him to, what is that, season one? I don't even know. Yeah. But, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, he was one that was always, like, for her, so. Yeah. Absolutely. And Zaz in his ringtone. It was priceless. <laughs> if you watch the episode where Zaz captures Barbara, I don't remember what song it was, but it's a, I think it's like an 80s pop song. It, it'll come to me later, but it, it's hilarious that this awful, cold-blooded murder saved. Do, He's got no hair on his body. They, this, they throw in those little Those little bits points, of humor you know, are when Gotham, Gotham show. They do it without being cheesy. Yeah. But definitely want to plug some social media. Uh, you can visit the Geekiverse on Facebook.com slash the Geekiverse. Actually, no, the. Just slash Geekiverse. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, we are at the underscore Geekiverse. Uh, we have our YouTube channel up as well. Um, you social media for... 
your Halloween costume to show everybody what a great penguin you are. I was a great penguin. I was uh, Oswald Cobblepot from Gotham two years ago, and uh, it was solid. I draw. I had a show that night. I played a band, so uh, it, it was it was pretty legit. But uh, you never Oswald seen... Cobblepot actually favorited that tweet. Uh, yes, um, Robin Lord Taylor favorited uh, the picture of me. So you know we're best friends, pretty much. <laughs> Robin, when you see this, you're coming on the show, man. That'd be great. Um, yeah, spot for you, right? <laughs> right there, buddy. We can do our best penguin impersonations you know, together. It'll be great. Um, but yeah, so you got to see Oswald Cobblepot drum to turn down for what? Anyway. Uh, social media, where can we find you on Twitter, Lauren? At Little Miss Funeral. But it's not Little Miss Funeral, it's like, it's spelled weird. Don't follow me, it's okay. <laughs> Adam's gonna put it right here on the screen. Google Little Miss Funeral and then, you know, we'll see. Valona also has a fantastic Twitter handle. Russian Roulette. It's oh, awesome. We have Little Miss Funeral and Russian Roulette. <laughs> Some badass chicks. <laughs> And uh, Pete and I are kind of simple. Yeah, my Pete. super boring Pete at Pete Her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Josiah D. Leroy. That's J-O-S-I-A-H. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up on uh, Gotham to this point in time? Any hopes or predictions for the comeback in February? I can't wait to see Mr. Freeze. That's all I gotta say. Mr. Freeze, Hugo Strange, uh, someone else was teased. It'll hit me later. Unfortunately, that's not going to help you, so I'll tweet about it. Malona, anything else I, you're looking forward to? I just want the Joker army to come back. Yes. I feel like, that, I feel, army. I feel like that might uh, come down the road. Maybe maybe season they're, three. They're starting to march. They're coming to Gotham. And they're all yeah. just laughing together. It'll be great. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm dying to find out what happened to Stabby Babs. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Well, I hope Gotham goes on for, uh, for many seasons to come. I think it's got that potential. And if they stay on course, it's going to be awesome. But uh, that's all we have for Gotham for this week. 